Prepare to be captivated by the business story of the week, hosted by me, Shaheen Shan. Join us on a journey through the twists and turns of entrepreneurial triumphs and setbacks. Immerse yourself in the narrative and witness the magic that turns dreams into reality. This is Business Story of the Week. And welcome back once again. We are back here, ladies and gentlemen. I am Josh, your co-host for Business Story of the Week, where we navigate the world of entrepreneurship, business, innovation, uncovering stories of success, perseverance, and the struggles. And well, today we have kind of like an innovative lifestyle that everyone wants in their lives. If you've ever felt like you, you know, you're doing too much and you feel like it's impossible to take your life back, well, our guest is perfect for that right here today. Rafi Sheikh is a transformative financial advisor who evolved into a sought-after coach dedicated to empowering financial advisors to build thriving seven-figure lifestyle businesses and take 100 days off. That is a very interesting line. We're going to dig deep into that. Having personally navigated the high-stress demands of financial advising, Rafi reshaped his career to prioritize both professional life, success, and personal fulfillment. His journey led him to master strategies and in just three years have built a seven-figure revenue-generating practice while still enjoying over 100 vacation days annually. That's so specific. We need to get into that. Today, Rafi shares his proven methods with other advisors, teaching them how to seamlessly integrate their business ambitions with their lifestyle aspirations. Rafi, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you for being here with us today. How are you? I'm doing great. First of all, thank you so much. It's an honor and a pleasure to be on the show, Josh. Uh, It's great to be uh, on platforms like this so that I can spread my message and, and share my philosophy with others. I know that for a lot of entrepreneurs, business doesn't have to be this way. Absolutely. And it can be way better. <laughs> absolutely. And that, that is really like one of the main prevailing themes, common themes that we've had in this show. And these are these are audiences or listeners that want to find the purpose in their life, right? And I know you are uh doing what you call the uh your doing or your your uh, endeavor is what is called the peaceful advisor lifestyle. We're going to get into that in a minute for our audiences right now. But before we get into that, I always like to start it this way. Where did the story start? Where did the journey begin? You know, can you share some pivotal moments that prompted you to transition from a high pressure financial advisor role to focusing on a balanced lifestyle approach? while still achieving business success? What happened, first of all, what happened in your life early on? What is the story before you came into a financial advisor role? And then how did these things that happened early on in your life influence your journey or your quest to achieve a balanced lifestyle approach? Uh, That's a fantastic question. Um, Actually, my journey started I was always been in this financial industry space. Um, mm-hmm. I've never done anything outside of this. 
mm-hmm. other than a, a few uh, side gigs here and there. But I've mm-hmm. always, always been involved in this industry. Mm-hmm. And I had the opportunity to learn so many things along the way. I started mm-hmm. I started my career as a research associate, then became a research analyst, then then went in and started a, a hedge fund with four other partners. Things did right. not work out the way how uh, I wanted to. So we had to sell it off uh, to another business, then mm-hmm. move on our separate ways. That's when I started to venture into an actual advising role where I'm speaking with clients. Right. And that's how the journey began. Then along the way, I collected all the designations that a financial planner and advisor has needed, your securities license, your, mm-hmm. I have a certified financial planner designation, chartered investment mm-hmm. manager designation. Like this industry is so regulated, you need all those things mm-hmm. um, in order for you to kind of run your practice because it's highly regulated. It's it's good thing because they wanted to safeguard uh, the public, general public's interest as well because they don't want it anyone uh, to kind of uh, scrooge in and manage money, right? And we are talking about millions of millions of dollars. This is not like a chump change we are talking in here. Uh, Then, because the industry is so geared in such a way, Uh everyone is running after that, okay, I want to be the top advisor. I want to be making seven figures. Like I I want that prestige. I want to be one of the top and in that quest, one thing a lot of advisors neglect is number one is the health, right. which kind of impacted me quite a bit. Okay. Number two is the relationships. Health and relationships. Health and relationships. These uh-huh. two were very pivotal for me to kind of pause and take a look at my entire life from a 10,000 foot view. That was one of the pivotal moments for me. I got admitted into a year 2 a.m. <laughs> 2 a.m. Uh, because of a severe back pain. Okay. It, it wasn't that I was, you know, involved in a major accident or something mm-hmm. like that. But it? it was, it it got built up all that stress because we oh underestimate my. stress, what it, yes. it would do. Uh, to a human being, uh, we very grossly underestimate it. That is where mm-hmm. I think a lot of financial advisors, because this is what I have seen. And, and I was yes. one of those as well. Mm-hmm. I had my business in the middle and I had mm-hmm. my life wrapped around it. Mm-hmm. But it should be the other way around. Should you should have the life around. in the middle and wrap your business around it. Because what that. happens is, imagine you wake up one day, all your clients are gone, all your business is gone, everything mm-hmm. is gone. Mm-hmm. If you have a business in the middle, then that business is gone, all you left is a hole. Absolutely, that's true. But if you have your life in the middle and you wrap business around, if that business is gone, you can wrap another business around it. Precisely, precisely. That is what I think not just financial advisors, but every entrepreneur should Think deeply about this. Mm-hmm. Is my business running me or am I running the business? I love that. Business Every single me. day, if you can, when you wake up, just ask this question. Am I running my business or my business is running me? 
And that is such a pit, you know, like an easy pit to fall into when it, for financial oh, advisors. So easy. <laughs> so easy because it's so like, first of all, I resonate and I relate a lot with you, um, Rafi, because I, my parents are also financial advisors here. They, they ran the biggest uh, branch in our region and I was involved early on. I was, a, I was a trader. I was also licensed. You know, I, I did all that and it is heavy, heavily regulated, rightfully so, because we're dealing with people's money and it's good. It's good that, you know, they're making sure we're not, you know, screwing people over and, and, you know, that it's really, uh, an industry I feel like founded and wrapped around integrity. And that's very important. But it's so easy to just kind of like you have this lifestyle, you know, you're you're closing True. so many clients, you're taking in all these money, and you're just Absolutely. like, well, I just need to do more because I, I need to want to 10x this, I want to do more, so I just need to keep working, and it's so much because of the freedom of the lifestyle of the the profession of the business of the industry, it's so easy to blend in life right? And business together. And you get lost in there. I love that pen analogy because we make this, you know, very expensive Parker pen, the industry, our life, which is wrong because you're supposed to be wrapping your your business around that life. I love that analogy. Um, before we really start getting into this, um, tell us about the 100 days. That's that to me is very, very uh, like I, I'm curious about that because why 100 days? Why is it so specific? And also, how did you even find that? How did you start building that? I imagine you didn't just suddenly like figure out like in the first year, okay, I'm going to take 100 days off. It must have been a built off thing. But before that, before you let us know about the 100 days, talk to us a little bit about those health scares, those health emergencies that really scared you into this 100 days. How many days did those health scares take off compared to, you know, what was the return compared to taking 100 days off or not taking that and then getting sick and get, getting really going to the ER? How did that yeah. come about? It's uh, just to give you a little bit of context, the Please. 100 days, um, you, you mentioned a few places that very specific, because for me, business is all about specificity. Mm -hmm. If you don't have specific numbers in your mind, then you don't have a business. That's true. For me, the, the, the pivotal point was when I read uh, the E-Myth book, uh, you know, my, Michael uh, Gerber, um, I'm not sure if you read that book. And, and this is what the, the entire premise of the book is. He talks about, you could be a damn good technician. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter what you're like. So you're a doctor, engineer, lawyer, or mm -hmm. any entrepreneur, online entrepreneur, sure, or coach, yeah. or fitness, whatever. Mm -hmm. So you are an expert in your field mm -hmm. that automatically doesn't transcend you as an expert business owner or Precisely, an precisely. Two totally separate things. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this is a most common misconception among yeah. a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah. I am damn good at fitness expert. Like I'm, I can help people kind of get six pack apps and eight pack apps in six months. 
and naturally i should be a very good entrepreneur no precisely of course not of course it, not. it, it doesn't translate in mm -hmm. such a way the same thing happens with financial advice i'm very good at financial planning i'm very good at financial advising um mm -hmm. that my advice clients can bank on it and mm -hmm. they can make money off it so that mm -hmm. makes me a great entrepreneur that makes me a big business owner mm -hmm. no it, it doesn't work out that way so the 100 days to come back to the question the 100 days specific i ran the iteration so if i take 90 days off okay. and, and run my business how that's going to be if i take 110 days off how i'm going to take how i would be able to service the, the clients because mm -hmm. the whole premise is we wanted to generate seven figures so million dollar revenue yeah. so we need about 50 households on average if they pay us twenty thousand dollars every year that will give us that million dollar revenue. Right. So in a year, we can still take 100 days off and be able to service that clientele, that 50 wow. households that we mm -hmm. wanted to service mm -hmm. and be able to have a life as well. Because of course, we all wanted to make money. Yes. We all want to make money. Don't get me mm -hmm. wrong. Because that's paramount. Because I, th I teach three things in my program. If you really wanted to have a fulfilled career or fulfilling life, you mm -hmm. want income, you want freedom and lifestyle, and you want to create impact. impact. If you are missing even one of those, you won't have a fulfilling business. You won't okay. have a fulfilling life. You won't have a fulfilling career. That is 100% bang on because I experienced it myself. This is not somewhere so I read so. about it or heard about it. I yes. experienced this because mm -hmm. I was making, I was a seven figure rolling year average revenue generating advisor. Mm -hmm. I still wasn't happy. Absolutely. I still course. wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. I was creating impact, but still wasn't happy because mm -hmm. why I was missing the freedom. I was missing the lifestyle mm -hmm. that I wanted to do in my business. Mm -hmm. When I started doing this, when I stopped chasing the bells and whistles in my mm -hmm. business, Mm -hmm. then business naturally started coming to me. Wow. Because one simple way to, to eliminate noise is to focus. Yeah. When you focus on what matters most, the noise will automatically fade in the background. That's true. And the signal will automatically flow to you. That's true. And I am a big believer in that because mm -hmm. a lot of entrepreneurs, this is what happens. Mm -hmm. We wake up in the morning and we think we put out some fires and we think, oh man, I generated great job today and go to bed. Precisely. But to be honest, you created the fire in the first place. <laughs> and for some entrepreneurs, they deliberately create fire so that they wanted to feel happy that Precisely. they actually put out that fire mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. wanted to go to sleep happy. Feel for me, I would say the only thing I would focus on is my activities, when I'm doing my focus time, because I'm a big on productivity nerd, mm -hmm. the focus time is the, the activities that I'm doing, either it has to generate me income, it has to provide me with the freedom of the lifestyle, or it has to create impact. If the activity which I'm doing, if, they, if it doesn't fit one of these three, I'm not doing it. Okay. I love that. I want to recap that real quick. Your focus time must have productivity. It must generate you income and what was the third one income freedom or the lifestyle or the impact 
So okay, that's, those, those are the three income, fundamentals. Freedom, lifetime. And you only feel 100% fulfilled when you have those three things. And, yes. And I love, I want to go back to this one real quick. Expertise is not transferable, of course. And we don't just see this in business world, right? We don't just see this in, in entrepreneurship. The most example I can come up with right now are athletes. Athletes, you know, who, who are the the greatest of all times in their fields, the best in their sports, and thinking that they're experts in politics just because they have a platform, just because people are going to listen to them. It's such a, an important lesson for everyone to realize that expertise is not transferable. Um, one thing that I'm really curious about with right now, Rafi, is the 100 days. How do you spread that out? How do you like... You don't take a hundred days consecutive, but no. How do you tell? How do you how do you preach that? How do you put that forward? So if, if you would go ahead, yeah, no, it's a great question. Uh, in in our industry, we do something called surge meetings. Surge meetings, meeting. surge meetings. If we are meeting with clients, we meet with clients typically twice a year. Mm -hmm. So we stack up all those meetings in a month or two. Mm -hmm depending on how many households that you are serving. Right. And we plan the rest of the things accordingly. Oh, okay. So in our program, this is what I teach. Uh, what we do is we start the year with a full year out calendar. Yep. We have big like uh, four by six calendars. Mm -hmm. Four foot by six feet, like really big calendars. <laughs> I need to get one of those. I don't have a space yes, here. <laughs> yes. No, you can you can Google them. Um, you'll find them on Amazon, a lot of other places. Mm -hmm. So we map out that. Like I said, I'm all about productivity. I'm, if I am doing an activity, it has to get me the best bang for the buck. Yep. Yep. If not, I'm not doing it. I would do it sometimes, depending on my buffer time, because I have I have my productivity time, the, my focus time, then I have my buffer time. Right. So majority of my time uh, what i do is i plan it out i plan it out and i focus it right say just give you an example say yes. i wanted to write a book <laughs> okay for the next say two months or three months every morning that's the only thing i'll do Precisely. that's my focus time that's mm -hmm. the only thing i'll do the rest everything else is goes into the buffer time Right, buffer time, focus time over buffer time. Okay, so that is how for a lot of advisors, even entrepreneurs in general, the biggest thing is they get up every day in the morning, they just fly by the seat of their pants. They just mm -hmm. do things as they come by. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got this email. I have to reply to this email. Mm -hmm. I got this. I just have to. So you get mm -hmm. pulled in 10 different places. Mm -hmm. That is why I say, specificity mm -hmm. is what drives your intentionality mm -hmm. not the other way around you wanted to start being specific what is your objective here say you're an entrepreneur you help folks launch podcasts mm -hmm. the first thing i'm sure this is what you'll ask what is the objective of your podcast what is that you wanted to do of course right of course. do you yeah. want to get more audience do you want to get more clients do you want to generate mm -hmm. more revenue do you want mm -hmm. to build brand what is the objective Precisely. you're going on social media i'm i'm a lot on linkedin mm -hmm. i'm on linkedin i asked financial advisors why are you on linkedin oh everyone else is on linkedin doesn't make sense 
doesn't make sense at all. At all. So yeah. you need to be specific. Specificity drives intentionality. I love that. And when it when it comes to business, you cannot be more specific. So I mean, a hundred days is pretty specific. So I love that, right? Um, in the process of transforming this approach, it's very interesting because you went from all these health scares and stresses in life that got you to this point, and you transformed that approach with business and life. What were the biggest changes that you had to make? What were the biggest challenges that you had to overcome that you think that audiences and listeners are also going to go through the same things? What would those be? Uh, two things. Okay. Number one is building the system, building the right. process around that system was the number one thing I realized because I just felt empty. I was running on a hamster wheel. I didn't right. go anywhere because I knew, of course, like I generated income, right. but I'm missing life along the way. I got two young kids. I wanted mm -hmm. to make sure, man, I have only 18 summers with these kids. I wanted to make sure that I spend those 18 summers with these kids. Of course, I wanted to build a business Absolutely. for sure. For because sure. I can even build, I've known advisors who have built the business at the age of 50 years. Mm -hmm. They were 50 and mm -hmm. they were building the business. Wow. Because I can build the business at any time. Mm -hmm. The other day I was talking to an advisor, he was asking, Rafi, how long do you think it will take uh, for someone to build a seven-figure business? How long? In my humble opinion, if you have a process, it will take somewhere about three to five years. Wow. Let me just list that down. Everyone needs to know that. Audiences, for everyone listening, Three to five years, if you are having, you have the process, you have the system, and you are very specific, it will take you three to five years to create a seven-figure business. And this is from your experience. Why is that? Because, again, it boils down to the entire system. The, right. What kind of system that mm -hmm. you have mm -hmm. Because only three things matters. Say any service-based business. I can't talk about the product-based business, but three things matter service-based business. How are you going to get the clients, mm -hmm. the prospects mm -hmm. into the door? Mm -hmm. How are you going to mm -hmm. convert those prospects into clients? And how are you going to service mm -hmm. those clients? Right. Get so in our program, we sure. dial into these things. We go specific. How are we going to get the clients, the, the prospects into the door? Mm -hmm. Once we have those first meetings booked in. Right. What is that we're going to do to convert those prospects into our clients? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. along the way, because, okay, we, we are onboarded them. Mm -hmm. We made them our clients. Now we have mm -hmm. to service those clients. That's true. Mm -hmm. How are we going to service those clients? And every step is optimized to the T. To the T. I'm mm -hmm. tweaking the process every single day. Every mm -hmm. single day. Everything mm -hmm. that gives me an edge, I'm tweaking it. Wow. And that's what I teach the other financial advisors and planners. Wow. You need a system. Mm -hmm. If you have a system, everything works. Right. Without that system, nothing works. Right. That's fantastic. That's number one. That's number one. What's number two? Number two is the mindset transformation. No system or the process would work if you approach it with an incorrect mindset. Absolutely. No system. I could give financial advice the best strategy, the best system, and the best process, everything step-by-step, step, every template, every software, every resource out there. But if their mindset is, if what you have in between these two years, if you have a cotton in between these two years, 
nothing matters. Nothing matters. That is true. Nothing matters. That nothing matters. What is I, singular? I, Go ahead. Yes. In my personal opinion, if you say that, Rafi, if you can teach any entrepreneur one thing, what that would be, I would say mindset. Okay. Transform your mindset. If your mindset is dialed in, your process would be dialed in, your systems would be dialed in, your people will be dialed in, mm -hmm. everything else will be mm -hmm. dialed in if your mindset is dialed in. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. What kind of specific mindset would that be? I mean, there's all different kinds of mindsets, right? But what is the specific kind of transformation that our audiences and entrepreneurs need to dial in? What would that be? What would you, how would you describe that mindset? Open and growth. Wow. Only two words. Have an open mindset and have a growth. I'm not sure. I'm a big fan of reading books. I read a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, when I read uh, the book called The Principles by Ray Dalio mm -hmm. and is, is a billionaire. And that guy, when, when, when I read his book and one thing like kind of stood out from that book is always question your assumptions. Always, always. It, it doesn't matter how uh, dialed you are into that always question your assumptions always always i love that i love that rafi um so quick recap for the audiences two things that will drive or the two challenges that will make sure you're going to get a seven-figure business in three to five years you need to have your systems down you need to have the mindset a open and a growth mindset so i love that because you know, some a lot of these, uh, let's call them like self-help entrepreneurs and gurus and whatnot, they are very good with, you know, encouraging and motivating you. But you are giving us specificity. You're giving us specific steps. I love it because that's really what we need today in a world full of ambiguity, of vagueness, and all these advices. You're giving us something specific that we can run on. Rafi, we are nearing the end of this. I really want to dig in deep more with you, but we are nearing the end of this. But I, I like, I always like to do this towards the end. And I want to ask is, what is your vision for the future? What is your philosophy when it comes to building a business around one's life, not the other way around? And what future trends are you seeing? Are you foreseeing the financial uh, advisory sector and especially regarding work balance. What are your future aspirations as well? And how do you see the future of this industry moving forward? When I came up with this idea that this mm -hmm. is what I wanted to do, and because a lot of other financial advisors were asking me, how are you doing it? Mm -hmm. And I was sharing my perspective. And I kind of figured out very early on that a lot of advisors want it. They just don't know where to start. They just don't know how they can do it. Mm -hmm. And my vision is I want to build a community around this. Okay. How to start? Because uh, I'm not sure uh, if you read the book uh, called Atomic Habits. I'm a big fan of James mm -hmm. Clear. Mm -hmm. He says that your Have environment, mm -hmm. your environment is a, such an invisible force right. in your life's transformation. Yeah, that's so true. That is so true when you are among those people around you, because I wanted to build a community with like-minded advisors mm -hmm. who think like in a, in a similar way, who have same values, who share same values, mm -hmm. who share similar goals. Mm -hmm. 
that's the community I wanted to build. That's my vision. Mm -hmm. And the trend, you talked about the trend. I think after COVID, a lot of entrepreneurs, financial advisors, planners, they kind of realized that there is more to it. I, I lost my dad to COVID in 2020. I couldn't even attend his funeral. That kind of was a, a big blow uh, mm -hmm. to my, to me morally, uh, mm -hmm. you know, psychologically and mentally. Mm -hmm. At that point of time, I was questioning everything because when he passed away, he was only 63. Mm -hmm. And I was questioning every single thing. Mm -hmm. And is it even worth it? What I'm doing? Mm -hmm. Exactly. What am I doing this he, for? He put all his life, he, he did everything and he didn't even spend a few years in retirement. And everything is gone like mm -hmm. that. Poof. It's true. That is when all my assumptions started. I, I, I started questioning all the assumptions. Right. I'm thinking, okay, seven figures. If I'm able to generate that much revenue, that will make me happy. No. Mm -hmm. I'm creating impact. That will make me happy. No. I'm mm -hmm. taking time off. That will make me happy. I know advisors who, who take 100 days off, mm -hmm. but they're still not happy. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Why? Why? Because when they go on that vacation, they're still thinking about their business. Mindset. Mindset. There are, they are there in Hawaii. Uh -huh. They are there in Aruba. They are there in, in Costa Rica. They're not mentally there. They're wow. physically there. Mm -hmm. They're checking their phone. I see, mm -hmm. I see advisors. Oh, I'm going for a vacation like in you know, two weeks um, mm -hmm. you know, to Bahamas. Great, man. Awesome. Good job. Mm -hmm. Then I see, I don't hear anything from them for two days. After third day, I see their posts on, on LinkedIn and, and Facebook and, and everywhere. It's not that they're posting about, about their vacation. They're actually posting about their business. Exactly. Book an appointment. Exactly. <laughs> I am sitting and scratching my head there. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Rafi, and I love that this is the community that you're building. You're answering exactly that problem. That people, you need take, hey, you need to slow down. It's a work-life balance. You actually need to be present in your vacation. And I love that that is your goal. You want a community on how to start with like-minded advisors or financial advisors. Rafi, before we wrap this up, I'd like to give you this opportunity. Where can we find you? Where can we connect with you? And where can we find this lifestyle? How do we subscribe to this lifestyle, Rafi? So uh, listeners can uh, reach me at peacefuladvisorlifestyle.com. I'm mm -hmm. available on LinkedIn. I'm very active on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. um, they can also reach me on Facebook and Instagram. They can follow me there as well. On mm -hmm. Facebook, uh, we have a free group. Uh, it's called Financial Advisor Lifestyle Practice. That's okay. a free group. Okay. Um, they can join there. Mm -hmm. um, they can look me up on uh, Google. They'll find a lots of other interviews uh, of mine. They, if they wanted to get a, a taste of how this lifestyle uh, would look at. Uh, one last thing before I go, I would like to add is it's not going faster. It's about going longer. Wow. I love that. I love that. Okay. Uh, and and that's what uh, the, my program teaches about. My program teaches about, of course, like we wanted to make income. We wanted to make crap load of money because you cannot be light to the world if you cannot pay your light bill. That's and I true. believe in that. Mm -hmm. That's true. And we wanted to create that impact. We mm -hmm. just don't want it to make money. We wanted to make sure that we create that impact on, on, on others. 
If sure. someone comes in contact with us, someone talks to us, they should yeah. feel energized. They should get the value out of it. Man, I talked to that person. I worked with that person. That person changed my course of life. I love that. That's the impact that we want to create. And while we're doing this, we wanted to have the lifestyle as well. I wanted to spend time with my spouse. I wanted to spend time with my kids while they're growing up. I wanted to mm -hmm. give my time to my family and my friends. Mm -hmm. That is what I wanted to achieve. I wanted to get that holistic three-legged thing so that I can get that fulfillment. In my understanding, that is what will get me fulfillment. And I am after those kind of advisors who have a similar thought, a similar process, because there is a way better way that you can do it. If your marketing mm -hmm. is dialed in, if your client conversion is dialed in, if your client servicing is dialed in, if all these three things are dialed in into your process, man, it makes so much life easier. So much, so much easier. And you can create so much impact and the world will be a better place, a much, much better place. All right, so here's the thing. We try to get a little bit better every day, but we can't do it without you. So if you like the video, make sure to like and subscribe below. And if you have any comments, just leave them in the space under.